Shalom to all. Today's office is Daf Yudchas. We are starting the top line, the fourth word on the line. Today's office is sponsored by Chaim Gedalia Yaakov and Pesya Golda. Hashem should grant him a refuah shlema, the car of Mamish. Now we continue to learn about the layout of the Kalim inside the bias, which is how the Gemara refers to the structure of the Heichel and the Kaddish Kadashim. It was 60 Amas long, 20 of that taken up by the Kaddish Kadashim, and the other 40 was the Heichel. And the Gemara tells us, Tony, we have a Braisa. The Shechon was placed halfway into the bias. It was pulled off of the wall, two and a half amas. This is on the north side, which is on the right side of the Heichel. And the Menorah was exactly opposite it on the south side, meaning on the left side of the Heichel. The golden Mizbeach, it was right in the middle of the house. It split the bias halfway. It was pulled a little bit towards the outside, meaning these three Kalim, the Shulchan, Mizbeach, and Menorah were not in a line. They were triangulated with the Mizbeach being a little bit closer to the entrance of the Heichel than the other two. The And all of them were placed from a third and inside, meaning you first would walk 20 Amas, that's a third of the bias, and only then we would have these Kalim. Another Gemara tells us, Eser Meneris, Eser Shleim, Shleim, Melch, May 10 Meneris. Shneimer says in the Pesach, Vayas, Es Meneris, Hazav, Eser, Kimishpatai, and he made the golden Menaira 10, according to the specifications, and he placed them in the Heichel, Hemi, Min, Vehemi, Smel, 5 to the right, 5 to the left. In Tamer, if you're going to say, Chamesh, Betzaf, and Chamesh, Bedarm, 5 replaces the north, 5 in the south, only kosher if it's placed in the south of the Heichel. Shunemar says in the Pasuk, And the Menorah had to be opposite the Shulchan on the south side of the Mishkan, which is on the left side. So, what does it mean that there was five on the right, five on the left? There were five towards the right of Maisha's Menorah and five towards the left, meaning five to the left and the right of the Menorah that Maisha Benu made for the Mishkan. And even so, even though there was 11 Menorahs, only Maisha Benu's Menorah was lit. Shunemar says in the Pasuk, and the gold Menorah and its lamps to be lit every single evening, meaning only that Menorah. Now, he says, no, all of them were lit. Shenemar says in the Pasuk, and the lanterns, the Menorah and their lamps, to light them according to the way they should be done, in front of the Dvir, which is referring to the Kesh Kedashim, Zahav Sagor, closed gold. So we see from this Pasuk that the Menorah were lit, not just one Menorah. Now, this Pasuk says, Zahav Sagor, closed gold. What is that? So we have another Pasuk that tells us and the flowers and the lamps and the tongs Zahav who? It was gold Michles Zahav finishing gold. What does this mean? Finishing gold and closed gold? They completed the gold of Shlemai. Now what this means is that this finishing gold and closed gold is just particularly refined gold that's extremely sought after. And now just describing how refined this gold actually was. Shlemai took a thousand kikarim of gold and he put them into the core and took them out. A core is a crucible which is a ceramic or metal container in which metals or other substances are going to be melted and they're refined in such a thing. He refined it from a thousand all the way till one. In order to uphold what the Pasuk says, he made it one kikar of pure gold. And this gold was so pure, it came from a thousand kikarim of gold. Now, about this refining process, there's a story with the Menorah in the base of Mekdash. It was found to be one dinar zav more, more heavier than the Menorah that Meshach Benu made. 
Abraham, and they put into the core 80 times. Belechas or Kulman wasn't lacking anything. They weren't able to refine it more. But it seems to be that you are able to refine it, that every single time you put it into the core, it's going to come out more refined. So what's going on over here? The Gemara answers, Vios, this is correct. There's no problem. Adula Yakum al before it reaches its clarity, its purity point, Havachas or Sagan. So then a lot of it is going to be lost once it's put into the core over and over and over. But Mindu Kaim al once it reaches its clarity and its purity, Lechas or Kulman, it's not going to lose anything even if you put it into the core 80 times. And now the Mishnah tells us, there were 13 boxes in the base of Mikdash. Because of Olayim, it was written on them the following. Tiklan Chadotin, New Shkalim. Tiklan Atikin, Old Shkalim. Number three was Kinan. This is bird carbonus that a Zav or a Zava or a woman that gave birth, they would have to bring these bird carbonus. The guys lay Ayla. This is the fourth box. This is young birds that are brought as Ayla. Eitzim. This is for the water of the Mizbech. Levina. This is for the frankincense. Zav Lechpairis. This is for gold for different vessels in the base of Mikdash. That's a total of seven boxes. And Shishal Nadava, another six boxes for Nadava. As we already learned, these are for Kate's Mizbech Karbanas. We've already learned about this extensively. Now, the first box we had said was taken Chadotin the Nushkal. And what's that? Every single year, people would bring their Machsa Shekel and they would put it into this box. Vatikin, what's old Shkalim? Misha Someone who forgot to bring their Machsa Shekel or they weren't able to the previous year, Shekel Shanaba. So then they would bring it the next year and that was put into the Teklin Atikin boxes. Now, Kinan, when it talks about Kinan, Hain Tyron, that's talking about older turtle doves. The guys these young Isla birds are young pigeons. Cool and Eilis, all of these, the turtle doves and the pigeons, they're all Eilis. Did Rabbi Huda's Rabbi Huda's opinion? When they say no, Kinan the bird pairs, these Kinan, one of them is a Chatz one of them is an Isla. And Geisla Isla, Cool and Eilis, all the money that was taken out of the Geisla Isla box, that was all used for Eilis, and we're going to talk about this in the Gemara. Now, we had mentioned the Eitzim box, Levina box, and the box that was meant for gold that was used for the Kalim in the base of Mekdash. We're going to talk about relevant halachas. If a person says, I'm taking upon myself to give wood to the base of Mekdash, He's not allowed to bring less than two blocks of wood. Levina, if he says, I'm giving Levina frankincense to the base of Mekdash, he's not allowed to give less than a kaimetz. This is how much was used for Mercha. We're going to talk about this in the Gemara. Zahav, if he says, I'm going to give gold to the base of Mekdash, he's not allowed to give less than a golden dinar. Shishal and Nadava, we said there are six boxes for Nadava. Nadava Mahayu Eisenba, what will they do with all this? They bought Eilis with it. As we had said, anytime the Mizbech was idle, it didn't have Karbanis brought in it, so an Eil was brought. Habasar Lashem, the meat was for Hashem, meaning it was completely burned. And the hides went to the Kaihanim. Zemajish Darsha Yadda Kain Gadol, the following Drasha was Darshan by a Yadda the Kain Gadol. Asham Hu, Asham Asham Lashem, is a carbon Asham. It's an Asham for Hashem. However, this is problematic because we have a different Pasuk that tells us that the Asham is for Kaihanim. So is the Asham for Hashem or for Kaihanim? So Zaklal, this is the rule. Kal Shuba Mishum Chatas, Mishum Ashma, anything that was designated for a Chatas or an Asham, Yulakak by an Eilas, the extra money of that is going to be used for an Eila. As we had said previously, a person set aside, let's say, $100 to purchase a carbon Chatas or Asham. And he got a good deal, so he got it for ninety dollars. That extra ten dollars was used to purchase a carbon oil. Abbas Lashem, the meat goes to Hashem, Ba'ars Lukahanim, and the hide goes to Kahanim. Nim Sushnek Sum Kayamin turns out that we have two Psukim that are upheld. Asham Lashem, the Asham Lakain. Asham goes to Hashem and to the Kain. Vaimran says in the Pasak, Kesef Asham, the Kesef Khatas, Loyuva Bes Hashem, Lukayanim Yiu. The money for Asham and Khatas is not to be brought to the house of Hashem, it's meant for the Kaihanim. How do we have this? The meat goes for Hashem and the hides go to the Kaihanim. Now before we start the Gemara, let's have a little bit of an introduction. How do these Boxes for the birds, the kin and the guys, how do they work? A person had to bring a bird as a carbon. Instead of bringing the bird, they could simply take money, deposit it in the box, and by the end of the day, he could be certain that the Kaihanim used this money for a carbon. So Behuda had said in the Mishnah that there was no kinin box. The word ken or plural kinin literally means nest, referring here to a pair of birds that have to be brought. For example, a woman that's a zava would need to do so as part of her tahara process. One is a chatas and the other is a ayla. So the Gemara tells us, Tanya Mevabra, so Amr Behuda tells us, there actually was wasn't a Kenan box in 
Yerushalayim because of Taroivis, because of potential mixing issues. And when it says in our Mishnah that there was Kenin box, that's just talking about Carbonus that were being donated, but not the kinyan that we just described, that a person had to bring these two carbonus, one is a chatis, one is a ayla. Now, what does that mean that there's an issue of mixing? So the continuation over here in the Gemara is not the Brisa, it's just the Gemara saying this. Shema Thomas Achas, perhaps a woman is going to die. For example, this woman who's bringing these carbonus, she has to bring a chatis and ayla, she's going to die after she put her money in the box. And it turns out now there's money of chatis and mesais mixed in with it. This woman died, her money is designated for chatis, but can't be used because she died. So this money is now mixed with all the other money and that means that none of the money is going to be able to be used. So we have this issue and that's why Rabbi Huda says no kinin box in Yerushalayim. But now we have a question. Vatan, you have a brayso. Ha'isha A woman said, Harei I take upon myself to bring a cane, to bring a pair of birds. She's not taking it upon herself. She has a chiv to do so. Maybe the may cane. She brings the value of this pair of birds. She puts it into the shayfer. And then she could eat kachim and she doesn't have to be afraid that perhaps the kain was lazy and the kain didn't end up using her money to bring a carbon. The kain used her money, he brought the carbon, and she has her full kapara. And the kain doesn't have to be afraid that when he's using this money to bring a chatas and oila, that this woman who had put the money in, that she actually died and this money is not allowed to be used. He doesn't have to be afraid of that either. And from the fact that Yehuda is not quoted here as arguing, it must be that he agrees with this. So how can we say that Rabbi Yehuda is afraid that the woman's going to die when we have a clear brisa that Rabbi Huda doesn't argue with. So the Gemara answers, you're right. Kikamrina, when is it we said that there's actually going to be a real problem? If this woman had actually died, then we're going to have a real problem. But according to Rabbi Huda, if this woman had taken her money and she put it into the box and she didn't die, then there's no issue. And Rabbi Huda doesn't have an issue with that. He only has an issue if the woman actually did die. But the Gemara continues asking, who cares if the woman died? What does it make a difference? Viamrina, and even if we're going to say that she died, we still have a way to be metakin all the money that's in this box. Never why don't we just take out four zuzim? That's the cost of a bird. Throw it into the river, and then the rest of the money is going to be permitted. And we're going to say that according to the rule of Brera, retroactive clarification, this money that we took out and threw into the river, that was the money that this woman that had passed away put into the box, and therefore all the rest of the money in the box is fine and is allowed to be used. So the Gemara says, We always say that Rabbi Huda does not hold of Brera. He does not hold of retroactive clarification. And therefore, in the eventuality that the woman had put her money in the box and then she died we have no other option we're not able to use this money and therefore it's preferred if the woman does not put her money in the box and now talking about the case of the Mishnah if a person said he's going to bring eight sim that means he has to give a minimum of two pieces Rabbi Yisabir Amar he tells us he stated the following if a person says I'm going to give eight singular wood he only has to bring one piece of wood our Mishnah is actually telling us that each one is its own individual carbon, meaning each block of wood is its own individual carbon. Like we learned over there, each one has a block of wood in his hand, and we know that each one had one block of wood brought with it. So we see that even one block of wood is considered something chashuv. He doesn't have to bring a minimum of two. And now we have another Joshua that has relevance to the wood in the base of Mikdash. The Pesach says carbon. This has to do with a carbon mincha, and this word carbon is extra because it could have just said the word mincha. The rabbi says this includes wood. Wood is considered or carbon also, and a person could donate wood to the base of Mekdash. Now, Rabbi Shubham Levi Amr, he tells us, the thickness of this piece of wood had to be an Amma, that's an expanded Amma of six Tvachim, and its length is a shorter Amma, which is a five Tvach Amma, and Rav Chuni, of Ami, he tells us, its thickness does not have to be a whole Amma, it could be like a Tvachani, which is a stick that's used to hang the scale on, it could be very thin. And Amr of Shubham Levi Yisrael, since the whole place of the Maracha, this is the fire on the 
Shach. It was only an Amma by an Amma. That's why the wood itself had to be a shorter Amma, a five tefach Amma. But Tani Kane, we have a brass like this. The base on the Mizbech was an Amma. Amma Soivev, the Soivev, which is the walkway around the Mizbech, was an Amma. Amma Karkov, the Karkov was an Amma. Amma Kronis, and the horns of the Mizbech were an Amma. Amma Racha, and the Maracha itself was also an Amma. And we had said in our mission, Levina, If a person said that he's going to give Levina free consent, so he has to give a minimum of a kaimetz. How do we know this? Nemarkan Azkara, it says over here, Azkara, this is in regards to the frankincense, Levina that's brought with the lechem upon him. Vinamalalan Azkara, and it says over there in regards to Mincha Azkara. And so Mazkara, Amalalan, just like the Azkara that said over there, Malay Kaimetz is talking about a kaimetz, Afazkara, Amarkan, so to the Azkara over here, Malay Kaimetz is a full kaimetz. Therefore, when a person says that he's going to donate Levina to the base of Mikdash, he has to give a full kaimetz. But now the Gemara asks, Imazkara, Amurlalan, the Azkara that's mentioned over there in regards to the lechem upon him, and it has to be two kamatim because we know the lechem upon him was two stacks of six breads each, and under each stack was a spoon of levina. So therefore, it had to have two kamatim. Afaskar murakan. So to that skar that said over here, when a person donates levina, perhaps it should be shnei kamatim, two kamatim, and not one. So I'm Rabbi Ila. He says, Don't we learn the kamatim that a person's donating from a combination of the lechem upon him and minchas chayte? This is the mincha that we were talking about. Malalon comes puzzle, just like over there, by carbon mincha, if it's missing some of the kaimets, it's puzzle, afkan, kaimetz, puzzle, so to here, a missing kaimets is going to be puzzle, meaning, let's say that one of the kamatsim of Levine, of the lechem upon him, was missing a bit, even if the other one has a bit extra, so the two of them together is the required amount, it's still puzzle, we see that each kaimets is considered its own carbon, therefore, when a person takes on to donate Levine, we say he's referring to the minimum, which is one kaimets, and not more than that, and Amr Abiyasi, he tells us, Milsad of Ila Amra, this teaching from Ila is telling us, one that's donating Levina to the base of Mekdash, he has to bring it the amount of the Kaimetz of the Kain Gadol, either referring to the Kain Gadol himself or referring to the largest Kain that's in the base of Mekdash that day. This person doesn't know how much the Kaimetz of the Kain is going to be, so therefore he has to bring it according to the largest shear possible. However, he tells us, it could even be according to the Kaimetz of the owner, meaning it could be according to his Kaimetz because he's able to give it to whichever Kain he wants, and therefore it's able to be even a smaller Kaimetz than the Kain Gadol's Kaimetz or the largest Kain in the base of Mikdash's Kaimetz. Now we said in the Mishnah Zav, if a person said he's going to donate gold, he has to give a minimum of a dinar Zav. That's only if he mentions that he's going to give a gold coin. If he didn't say he's going to give a gold coin, he just said he's going to give gold. He's able to give the amount of gold that it takes to make a very small fork-like Kli that's used in the base of Mikdash, which is less than a dinar zav. And the Mishnah told us Shisha Lanadava that there were six boxes that were for Nadavas. Now Chizki Amar he tells us Keneged Shisha Bate Aves, that's because we have six Bate Aves. As we've already mentioned, the Kahanam were divided into 24 Mishmars, and each Mishmar served one week at a time on a rotational basis. Now each Mishmar was divided into six Bate Av. Each base Av served on one day, and each one had to use a different box. That's why we had six boxes. Whereas Barbadei Amar he says, no, Keneged Shish Behemus is corresponding to the six animals that can be brought as oil. Meaning, there are six types of animals that a person can bring, and when one wanted to donate a par, for example, he would bring a set amount, put it in the box labeled par, the kind would then empty the box, and based off of how much money there was, that's how many pars he brought. So therefore, there had to be a separate box for each animal. Where Shmuel Amr, he tells us, is corresponding to the six carbonas. As we said, the surplus funds of certain carbonas are used to purchase oilers. Each carbon has its own box, according to Shmuel. Kinizam, kinizavas, that's one box. Kinayodas, another box. Chatais, a third. Ashamis, a fourth. 
Amunachas a fifth, and Vasiyusa Eifa of the Kohen Gadol. That's the sixth. And on Rabbi Yechonon, he says, Since there was many Nadavas, many people were giving lots of money, we had to have many different shafers, many different boxes, in order to prevent the money from getting ruined. If you had one box and you had all this money sitting on top of each other, perhaps it get rusted or ruined, and therefore we had to have many different boxes. And we had mentioned the other kind of the Mishnah, and this was a point in time where the base of Mikdash was in terrible disrepair. They made a huge collection and began a major restoration project. And the Pasuk tells us, and when they finished restoring and renovating the base of Mikdash, they brought all the extra money in front of the king and Yoyada, and the Pasuk says that they made it into Kilim for the base of Mikdash. There were actually two Nadavas, meaning two donation boxes that were made. One was used for the renovation and upkeep of the base of Mikdash, and the other for Kilim and other things. Whereas now we have a different opinion. There was only one box, meaning this money was used only for one purpose. The Chesav says in the Pasuk, and the king said, and they made one box, one chest, by and they put in the Hechel, and they made a hole in it, and people could put money in that hole. So we see from there, there was only one box and not two boxes. Ask the Gemara of Haksev, but we have a different Pasuk that says, and the king said, and they made one chest, and they put it outside the gate of the house of Hashem. So was it inside the base of Mikdash, or was it outside the base of Mikdash? It seems like there were two separate boxes, one inside, one outside. So Amr Khani answers no problem, because the people that were Tame, and they couldn't bring their money into the base of Mikdash, so the box was moved from inside the base of Mikdash to outside of it, but really there was only one box. Whereas Rav Chonim Rabbi Yosef, he tells us there were actually two boxes and not one, because it says in the Pasuk, Ach Hashem, but there shall not be made for the house of Hashem, Sipas, Kesef, Mizamrois, silver musical instruments, and basins, and the Pasuk goes on to delineate certain things that this money was not used for, and it says what was it used for? It was used to repair and fix the base of Mikdash. So we have this Pasuk that tells us that the money was used to fix the base of Mikdash, and we have a different Pasuk that tells us that it was actually used for the Kalim of the base of Mikdash. It must be that this money was used for two purposes and there was two boxes, one for the Beis HaMikdash renovation fund and one for Kalim in the Beis HaMikdash and there's no stira and there's two separate boxes. Hajjan Allah Parak Yud Gimel Shifers, Mazda for finishing the sixth Parak of Masechus Shkalim. We should be zechah to finish all Masechus Shkalim together and of course, all of Shas together. Everyone should have a wonderful day.